Hello, everybody. Mike Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the new Error Reformer. And so you want to tune in. You want to keep listening. If you are new to the show, every Monday, we have an episode releasing through the charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to. You could also go to our YouTube channel. So look up Michael Lombardo or Awaken Podcast on YouTube, and you could find a bunch of our video content on there as well. And so thank you so much for tuning in. If you are listening every single week, you are part of the podcast family. Thank you so much for sharing this, for getting this out to more people. I'm getting testimonies continually of hearts being touched, transformed, healed, people really being encouraged, inspired through the podcast. And so it's a blessing. Thank you for doing that. And so today I have a wonderful guest on my show. I want to dive right in. Uh, This is Pastor Becky Hennessy, and she's been in pastoral ministry for over 40 years. Um, Her and her husband, Jim, they're the lead pastors of the preaching and teaching ministry of Trinity Church in Cedar Hill, Texas, here in Dallas, where me and my wife are as well. And they believe in the value of the people of God, that that cannot be overstated. And their motto is people are the purpose. And today we're going to be talking about something that God is doing in the world at large through the body of Christ, through his people, but also at their church, Trinity Church, what they're pursuing, what they're focusing on, what they're putting their energy into and they're seeing God do incredible things. And so thank you, Becky, for joining me in the show. It's such an honor to be here, Michael. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And so for those who may not be familiar with your ministry, I know I shared a little bit about you. Um, just share with us a little bit of your passion. Yeah, well, um, I think our, our marriage kind of is a picture of what God mm. wanted to do through us in the fact that my husband, Jim, uh, raised in a pastor's home, had such a love for the local church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was raised, um, my dad was working in a ministry called Teen Challenge, which is awesome. a drug rehab program, a Christian mm-hmm. drug rehab program. Yeah. So my passions from a little girl was more for people who were broken outside the church. But That's I fell beautiful. in love with this pastor, right? You know, in Bible <laughs> school and we got married and I tried so hard to be this perfect pastor's wife and to embrace it. But, you know, all I could think about was, oh, these people are the same people with the same problems every mm. week, you know, but Jim loved it. He loved everything about the local church, discipling and ministries and programs and uh, being impact in a city kind of thing. But I was always thinking outside, outside, outside. And um, it wasn't until I was almost 50, 50 years old that it just awakened to me that I was called to mm. the broken places outside our church walls. And there were a lot of people who were attending our church that also felt that we might call them missionaries. We might call them evangelists. Mm -hmm. I call them reformers, you know, because we want to bring reformation. We want to get God solutions to bring, to Mm -hmm. bring solutions to the broken places. And so I began to get real involved in our local high school and became the chaplain for the girls basketball team. And then that just kind of led me to becoming the chaplain for the WNBA team, the Dallas wings and opening up doors for that. And then we began all these different character buildings inside the local schools. And so over a period of the last 20 years, Mm. we've been able to see actually a little bit of reformation In our junior high and high schools, you Mm -hmm. know, through partnering with different people who have a calling, who have a solution to go in, whether it's starting Jesus clubs or whether it's bringing character training in the, during the middle of the day without saying Jesus's name, Mm -hmm. but bringing the truth of Jesus to it and seeing some transformations. Yesterday at our church, we hosted over a thousand high school students from South Oak Cliff, Cedar Hill, Duncanville, DeSoto, um, who came in, who had been going through this character training 
and they got to hear the testimonies and stories of NBA players and WNBA players and, and business people. And so we're seeing that. So, so that's what I'm talking about is going outside the walls Come on. and bringing Jesus's truth and love and solutions to the segments of society that really right. need to be transformed. So for me, a re- reformer or reformation, a reformer is someone who brings godly solutions to the earth's problems. Come on. I like that a lot. And I, I love what you say. Your husband is a pastor. He yeah. had a heart for the sheep. He loved getting in their lives. He loved seeing lives restored in that way. And you had a heart for outside of the church, the broken and the lost. And um, it's interesting because I don't know, I, I definitely relate with that a bit. I've always had a passion for the lost and everything. My wife is like, she wants to be with the kids in the dirt in Africa somewhere. Exactly. And that's where she comes alive. You know, she loves being in the mission field. She loves being in the thick of it. And then God called us to America about eight years ago. And she was like, what are you doing, God? You know, we were in Cambodia and, you know, and so my wife would definitely relate with that, hearing, hearing that because he's asked her in certain seasons to go down different avenues that she didn't necessarily want to go down. And we're kind of seeing, you know, how the Lord has called us, you know, we have different burdens and different passions, but he's put us together as a perfect team That's to really it. be a, a power duo to go out and do what he's accomplished. Yeah. What, what the enemy really tried to bring division between Jim and I, we struggled. Yeah. We struggled in our our marriage because we just, I couldn't connect, you know, sure. so much. But once he saw that and be, Jim began to speak and give me freedom to go outside, we began mm-hmm. a home for uh, un, un, homeless women who were mm-hmm. pregnant. You know, we began a huge foster care program to get pay, uh, people in our church to become foster parents and to adopt out of that. So, you know, like we would go down to Houston and with these uh, life marches and walk around the abortion clinics and yeah. with tape over our mouth. And, sure. and like, that was so fulfilling to some people, but for me, it was just frustration mm-hmm. because I was, all I could think about was like, who's going to help all of these women and their children. If they choose to keep their babies, what are we going to do then? You know, like this is not gonna get enough. To the thick right? of it and really bring solutions. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's... yeah, we could pray and pray and pray. And that's, mm-hmm. we believe in prayer. I believe in 100%. prayer because we have to hear the voice of the Lord, but we can't just pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met a young woman who um, began a school, a daycare school in Duncanville for autistic children because um, she's a single mom. Her husband died. And so she's a widow and she has a, a six year old and a 10 year old. And her six year old, when he was two, was diagnosed with autism and the mm-hmm. hell she had to walk through mm-hmm. trying to get help for him and a school and and insurance and everything. Mm-hmm. She, she just came up against so many walls. And wow. and so she's a spirit filled believer. Mm-hmm. God told her to move to South, not not to move, but to start a school in South Dallas, which is where we're at. Mm-hmm. And she's battling and she's struggling, but she feels like she has downloads from Holy Spirit yes. to help these families with autistic children. So and good. so we're coming alongside of her because what we're learning, Michael, this is really important mm-hmm. if we're going to bring reformation is that we have to work together. Yeah, Like it has to be a team of people, not one person. Deja cannot transform the whole community of mm-hmm. autism and, and families with autistic children. But if we all come alongside of her and take a piece of her, help her raise the money, help her to remodel her building, sure. help her to come up with the finances yes. and the resources and have um, community development and connections with the city council. If we sure. can all bring a piece of that to her, mm-hmm. she can thrive. Yeah. She can really, she has downloads from Holy Spirit on how to bring transformation to these children and these children's families. And so, but we have to work together to help her. Mm -hmm. And so once she saw that we saw her, she just began to thrive. You know, when she saw that somebody else had her back and that we would Mm -hmm. take different pieces of it and bring help to her and come alongside her, then it was just like, it was wind to her sails. Yeah. So I think about how many people have ministries and businesses 
and they have solutions, but they need a team to come alongside them to pick up the broken places and the hard places. Not everybody's gifted in all things, you know? And Mm -hmm. so if we can learn that in the prison reform in the education reform, you know, all of the places, you know, if we can come together and work together and strategize together and say, I have a, I have this piece and someone else says, I have the finance piece and someone else says, I have, you know, the government piece. So it's, it's, I'm believing it's happening. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to actually see it. Let's bring some so let's bring some definition to this. I think this is really important because we talk about revival a lot in the church and we want to move of God. We want to see people touched, healed, delivered. And that's been a huge focus over the years um, within within church, which is wonderful. My God, people are getting touched and transformed and saved and healed. I want to talk about the difference a little bit between revival and reformation and maybe how your church has been embracing that. Because I know that you guys are passionate about revival. I know that you've seen the prophetic and the apostolic and you've seen a move of the Holy Spirit a lot. And so how are you guys beginning to step into that as well? Yeah, we are all about revival. Yeah, We have a Saturday night awakening service and they Mm -hmm. are all about, you know, (laughs) prophetic and signs and wonders and healings and miracles and they travel. Um, But what we believe is what revival is to the church and the people in the church, reformation is to the world. Mm. And so like revival is a wind, it's an awakening, it's a um, coming alive to the people in the church so that they could actually take that into the broken places of the world. Here, yes. Here's a scripture, Isaiah 58, 12. It says, those from among you, okay? Mm-hmm. That's the church, right? Those yep. from among you shall build, that's the apostolic part. Mm-hmm. So the prophetic sees what God wants done and you can just see it and talk about it forever, but there has to be the apostolic, the builders, mm-hmm. right? Who actually mm-hmm. go out and bring some brick and mortar to it, yeah. some answers. So those from among you shall build the old waste places. Mm-hmm. Like we're so quick, Michael, to see the bad places, to bring yeah. condemnation to whatever, Disney, you know, mm-hmm. or we're so quick to jump on those kind of things. Those are, that's the world. That's, that's the what world. sin does. That's what mm-hmm. Satan wants to do. That's his job. He's good at his job, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to be good at our job and that is to bring, bring light and bring salt but they um those from among you shall build the old waste places you shall raise up the foundations of many generations mm-hmm. and you shall be called the repairer of the breach the restorer of streets to dwell in Beautiful. and so if you drive anywhere in any street of your city and you see broken places broken down walls you know that's where we're called to go to go into the world, right? Jesus mm-hmm. says, all authority, mm-hmm. all power has been given to me. So therefore I'm sending you to disciple the nations. Yeah. And so, you know, I just drive around. I actually, believe it or not, was so burdened for my city, for the broken places that I was training for a marathon. And I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to run every street, north and south and the perimeter of my city. Yeah. And so I did my that over praying over that, over my city, over Duncanville, over DeSoto. So three cities, I prayed over every street. So I believe that was, you know, the prophetic, For you sure. know, I was interceding, you prayer. know, intercession. Mm-hmm. But then after that, then what, you know, we have to go into those places. I, I would pray around the schools. I would pray around the hospital. I would pray around the nursing homes. I would pray around the government cities. I would pray around the businesses or the empty strip malls in my city, you know, and I was burdened for the broken down places. I wanted to bring restoration. And so I believe that the reformation part is the restoration part. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times we're waiting on God, but he's waiting on us to say yes to the mandate 
to go and we're praying and I believe in the power of like exactly what you said. You're, you're running, you're, you're going down the different streets, you know, people that, you know, we, 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 you know, we prayer walk and God gives us a region and we do all that. You know, we prophesy and we intercede for certain cities. We prophesy for those cities. But like a lot of the times God is calling us to be an answer to our own prayers, right? right? We're like, God, send the laborers, God, send the laborers, God, send the laborers out in your harvest fields, you know, bring righteous, you know, judges and righteous people in the, but the solution is within the church and within the people of God. And a lot of the time we've had this divide between the sacred and the secular yes. that the, you know, the special children of God are the ones that really have a high calling are the ones that are the pastors, the apostles, the prophets, the fivefold ministry, when really God is raising up business people. God is raising up entrepreneurs. He's raising up teachers. He's raising up people that will go into Hollywood and actually make a difference within that. He's raising up, you know, like, like you said, this woman who started schools for, for autistic children, like, that is so beautiful. And so, and your church is making a big impact there. Yeah, in we pursuing just started um, a class two weeks ago called Reformers 101. Yeah. And so the 30, first 30 minutes of the class, we're learning new um, theology, basically, understanding of the scripture, new revelation yeah. of what the word of God is saying. We need to know? revamp our thinking, exactly. right? We need, to, we need to renew our minds so that we can see transformation. Exactly. To mm-hmm. go back to the original tent of God when he created the earth, when he created Adam and Eve, to have dominion over all the... We were created to have <laughs> dominion, to yes. have authority, to have power over the earth. And sin, you know, messed that up. But Jesus's blood solved that issue. And he's just like, take it back. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it back to you. But we go back to the original tent that it was Adam, right? It was Adam's job to bring, you know, God's plan to the earth, the goodness of God into the earth. You know, so I believe that as we bring goodness to the broken places, you know, that that leads everybody to back to God, to his love, to repentance, right? The goodness of God, the kindness of God. Mm leads people to repentance. And so, yes, we need to preach the gospel. I am not against preaching the gospel. I am all about preaching the gospel, but I'm also about doing it through, you know, through um, godly solutions that Mm -hmm. he could actually give you the wisdom and the revelation that nobody else in your school has or in your business. You know, that there's, Mm -hmm. um, when I was praying over my school, I'm like, God, help me to get into the school. Help me get, get, get into the school. Help us to get into the school. Well, one year, Jim, my husband prayed over all the educators of our church who were getting ready to go back into the schools in mm-hmm. August. Yeah. Michael, we had over 300 people come forward for prayer. Oh, so good. And the Lord said, Becky, you're in the schools. Quit praying, take me into the schools or open up the doors for the schools. Yeah, you're yeah. in the schools. So if we can equip um, teachers and principals and school board members and administrators to get downloads from Holy Spirit, how to bring solutions to the broken places those schools will be transformed. It's not just being a Christian in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Right. We're not just talking about being a Christian and going to work as a Christian. Mm-hmm. We're talking about being reformers, like getting downloads of Holy Spirits, how to be the ones who have the God solutions to bring the change that needs to be brought. So, Yeah, 100%. And there's different ways, you know, there's different ways to preach the gospel, right? It doesn't need to be always behind a pulpit. 
in a church building, right? That is one facet of preaching the gospel, but going out in the streets and evangelizing, another facet of preaching the gospel, living your life, you know, in, in the business world, sharing the gospel, there's different ways to do it, right? But back, I feel like God's moved in different ways throughout the centuries, right? You have guys like John Wesley and Jonathan Edwards, and they would go to churches or places and people would just gather to hear the gospel, you know, and we're seeing that in stadiums and we're seeing like believers gather together, but it's, it's, it's a little bit different now. You don't see just, you know, an evangelist comes in the town and all the lost people are just gathering to hear, you know, like at the Billy Graham crusades, right. like God's doing something new. He wants to raise up people in the church. He wants to equip us. He wants to train us and he wants us to go out and make disciples of all nations and preach the gospel in the sector that he's called us to. And I love what you're talking about, partnering with the Holy Spirit, getting downloads from him. And some I've heard Anna Warner say, she's been on the show before, I know you know her as well, but um, about the war room in heaven. And this is something when she said that, I was like, wow, I've seen that very same room, but there's, it's just a place. I don't know if it's a picture, if it's an actual room, you know, God's just trying to bring truth in a parabolic way, whatever it may be. But I saw a vision of just scrolls and strategy and, you know, and, and weaponry, spiritual weapons. And you see all that. And Anna confirmed that when I talked to her on the podcast a while back, but it's just a beautiful thing. God has blueprints for us. He has strategies in every sector and in, in the seven mountains. Yes. Yeah. There's just, you know, that's been a, a teaching that's been around for a while, yeah. but, you know, God just bringing it back uh, really to the forefront that, um, we could truly disciple nations if we get in, if we get into these different segments of society, you know, media bringing truth, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. entertainment, um, you know, in we have, gosh, probably 60 people who just joined the tables around the creatives because they want to bring their their desire, des- mm. their desire and passion for fashion yeah. or oh, beauty yeah. or mm-hmm. modeling or acting or song or work. I mean, you know, I mean, these are our young people. We have to say, yes, take those gifts that God's given you Beautiful. and use it. But we do need Holy Spirit. I'm not pushing away Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about just social justice. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about getting downloads from Holy Spirit. So we have to encounter him. We have to have times of refreshing. We have to be able to learn to hear the voice of the mm-hmm. Lord so that when he begins to speak to us and share um, strategies, solutions, you know, to to bring to bring solutions and mm-hmm. to to be able to have a voice to the nations you know and to governors and i literally at this moment have the ear of all four mayors of the four little cities around me mm-hmm. uh we gather them together we talk to them and i have the ability to impact and influence them if i don't get god solutions it will just be human mm-hmm. you know wisdom sure but if i can hear from holy spirit and present it in such a way that I say, you know, I believe it would be wisdom for you to be mm-hmm. able to look at this or to include this or to do mm-hmm. this. And so we need Holy Spirit. I'm oh, not yeah. pushing away oh, no, no revival way. or the move of the Holy Spirit. I'm saying let's bring that and take it to a whole new level. Let's be a light to, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a hill. Let's be let's be a city set on a hill, salt and light in the world. That's it. That's and that's it. And, and people that are going out, you know, business people that are out in the world in the thick of it, in the darkness, shining the light. They need a home church. They need a body of believers that they're connected to. And, you know, when we're called and we have a, you know, when God gives us a strategy, it's not for just one person 
than just me to go out and do it. God brings the right people. He brings the resources. He brings people that can do things that I can't do. Maybe something that's not in my wheelhouse of gifting, God will bring that in. And so everything being funneled through the local church, being able to go back to, to, you know, to your family, to your community and get refreshed because we need times of refreshing in his presence by being on the front lines out there in the battlefield, dismantling principalities and powers, you know, destroying the works of the enemy. We need to be refreshed. Houses of prayer, churches, community. We need to be equipped continually. Exactly. And Uh, so the Lord gave me a really, um, as I was struggling with this, with my husband, going back to the mm -hmm. beginning with me and Jim struggling with Mm -hmm. where do I fit into this? You know, um, I was, when I was going out talking about our hope mansion for homeless women who chose Mm -hmm. to keep their babies or foster care, you know, I give the story about the good Samaritan where he's, he's like, he went out to the broken person. We have to go out. We got to go find the broken people. You know, don't be like the Levi or the priest who walks by, who doesn't see, be the Samaritan who in spite of his own pain and injustice, he went and he found. So that was my message. But then one day um, Mm. the Holy Spirit says, read the whole story, Becky, read it again. You know, and, and as I was reading it again, um, he put the broken man who was close to death Mm -hmm. on his own, you know, mule took the oil and the wine and bandaged him up and took care of him. But then what did he do? Mm-hmm. He took him to the innkeeper mm-hmm. and he said to the innkeeper, will you continue to take care of him? Will you help him to come to mm-hmm. full restoration? That's good. Yeah. And the Holy spirit says that innkeeper represents the local church. Mm-hmm. So if we're promoting, you know, taking, helping single moms with their children, we have to have a really great youth ministry for these moms to bring their sons and daughters to, yeah. right? That they have someone come alongside them and say, we're going to help you raise your sons and daughters. If we're going to be foster parents and we bring all these children who are mm-hmm. broken in their hearts, mm-hmm. we have to have a church, a local church, where we have this exciting, powerful, Holy Spirit-filled children's yeah. ministry yeah. where these kids can receive healing from Holy Spirit so good. and on and on. We need the discipleship. We need the programs. We need the local church, mm-hmm. you know, to combine so that, to work with those of us who are out there. So mm-hmm. all of the ministries that are doing good, the good things for the broken people in our society really need to connect with the local church. 100%. If that happens, if the local church would connect with the, with the para ministries or mm-hmm. the reformers or the people mm-hmm. who are doing stuff in government in uh, criminal justice reform with the, you know, forgiven felons or mm-hmm. the people who are coming out of prison. I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. ways that we can partner but if the local church would partner mm-hmm. with the reformers and with the missionaries and with those who feel called to go outside the walls, wow, right? What like a, we could bring mm-hmm. turn the world upside down. Yeah, turn I mean, the, like the local down. church is so powerful, mm-hmm. but we also have to go. So you know, there's two parts of that great commission. The one in Mark says, "Go preach the gospel." Mm-hmm. The one in Matthew says, "Go make disciples of all nations." Mm-hmm. And so, if we can combine that, we could truly, really see. Mm-hmm. transformation of our that. societies. I believe it. Yeah, I believe that. I would love to close this out in prayer and I feel strongly in my heart and you could pray as you feel led, whatever the Lord's put on your heart. Um, I feel like there's people that are listening to this and they're having a hard time believing it a little bit because they've been fed a different message and they felt a little bit of maybe insecurity or shame about what they were passionate about. Um, oh, but I'm real passionate about this or that, but I'm not passionate so much about being you know, a preacher or a missionary or somebody, you know, over the youth ministry or whatever it may be. And um, they felt like maybe what they were passionate about wasn't as important or wasn't as special. Um, And so there's a lot of people, listen, maybe maybe you're just, I also feel like there's people that this is just the Holy Spirit's breathing on them, like just confirming 
what they were already feeling and giving words and language to it. And so I'd love to be able to pray for those who are listening and watching right now. I would love to Mm -hmm. do that. Thank you. Father, we just thank you for the uniqueness of each one of us. Lord, I just so many years heard uh, the lies of the enemy over me, like you're too much, you're too loud, you're too passionate, you're too emotional. And yet those were the very things in me that you had created to cause this fervor and this uh, uh, determination to find the answers, Lord, and that my great deep compassion that causes me to turn to every cry, Lord, that people would make fun of, Lord, that was you, that was you to awaken my heart and and to see others with that same. And so I speak right now to the passion and the compassion and the the broken things that we see that we're so uh, angry about, frustrated about. We don't see the church taking care of those broken people. And yet, Lord, you have called us to do that. And so, Father, I'm praying right now for each person that listens, that they would know that they were called by God, that they are equipped by God, that the very thing that God wants to use them for to bring healing to broken people and broken places of society, Lord, that is of you. And so we speak to that. The creatives, I speak especially to those who are called to um, confused young people, transgenders, and Mm. uh, those in the gay community. Father, uh, that's not against you. That's exactly what you are calling them to do, Father, for those who see the... um, abortion issue, and yet they're frustrated with what next, what's going to happen with these babies and these moms. And so, Lord, just give them downloads, bring people to them, a community of people to them that would lock arms with them and say, we see it too, and we want to fix it too. Let's do it together. So bring us, Lord, to a place where we can find community, where we can do this together. I speak life to everyone who's not in full-time ministry, but yet called to transform the world. We are all equipped. We are all, Lord, um, have all authority. You've given us all authority to go into all the places of the earth, Lord. And I just speak every broken place, every broken person would have someone, Lord Jesus, who would rise up even today and say, I'll go, I'll go, and I'll take the love of Jesus, and I'll take godly solutions. I'm going to tap into this wisdom. I'm going to tap into this revelation. I'm going to tap into the understanding of Holy Spirit, and I'm going to bring solutions to the broken places and the broken people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I just see in the Spirit the bride suiting up right now for war. I just thank you, Father. May the warriors arise right now in Mm. Jesus' name, not in the strength of the flesh, but in the strength of Almighty God. We thank you, Lord, that it is not our power. It is your spirit living on the inside of us. And I just thank you, Lord, that we cannot do it in our own power and ability. We just break the power of fear right now in Jesus' name. Intimidation regarding the call of God right now in Jesus' name, that you are the one that has equipped us for all good works. And we just thank you, Heavenly Father, that we do not need to be scared. We do not need to be fearful because it is you in us that will accomplish that through us, Father, as we yield to you and say yes. That all it ta- that's all it takes, a yes, a yielded heart, a surrendered heart, God, and you will manifest through us. You will bring the resources. You will bring the people. You will bring the boldness that we need, the courage that rises up on the inside of us. It is in your hands, Father, not in ours. Our success, the fruit, the results is not in our um, name and power, but is you, God. You're the one that brings that, Father, as we abide in you. And so we thank you, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord, for touching every heart right now. Thank you. We just give this to you in Jesus' name. Give you our yes. We just say yes to you, Father. We just welcome your influence into our heart and lives. We say no to every idol, every voice that is a lie from the enemy. We say no to every taunting voice, fearful voice, intimidating voice. We just say yes to your voice of peace that shatters every lie. And we thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. I'm stirred, so encouraged. Wow. Me too. I'm ready to go do something. (laughs) Let's go out right now. We got to do something right now. And so uh, how could people connect more with your ministry and your church if they're local in Dallas or just find out more? Church in Cedar Hill. That would be great. I also have Mm -hmm. a um, podcast called Reformers Co. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that's also um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Reformers Co. at Reformers Co. I'm at Becky Hennessy. Mm-hmm. So we put a lot of things on there. That would awesome. be great. We, you know, we are having a conference in October. So yeah, keep keep in touch. The Prophetic Summit, which is wonderful yes, and transformative. Yes, and so awesome. definitely look that up online, the Prophetic Summit. Make sure if you're in Dallas, come. If you're local or somewhere close by, drive, get here. But um, anyways, I'll put a link in the description section to uh, make sure that everyone can tap into so that. Good. Thank you so much for being with me in studio today. What a blessing. Thank you, Michael. God bless you and all that you do. <laughs> awesome. And for those who are watching and listening right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, strengthened, awakened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless you guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org lifeportoutintl.org or you can go to destinyimage.com the audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you <laughs>